Uh, count to three. Here we go. <clears throat> One, two, three. That was like in sync on the video. That was wild. Oh, wow. I wasn't even looking at the video. Zoom is like good now, I guess. Two years in, we've finally figured it out. Zoom is good now? <laughs> Zoom? We like Zoom? I feel more at home at Zoom than in real life now? Uh, that is that is actually true. That is actually true. Um, because when we were out last night, I was kept forgetting that I have to engage with people <laughs> and found myself at some points just like sitting there like when we were bowling and I was just like, oh yeah, I guess I should go talk to my friends. If you guys saw me really looking intently into your eyes, it was just me trying to see my own reflection. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Misinformer. I'm Adam Macias. This week we're going to talk about what we're watching just so we can distract ourselves from the impending World War III. Joining us today on this podcast as part of the Daily Misinformer team, we got Kristen Scatton. Hey, how's it going? It is going, uh, it's it's going great, you know, um, global war notwithstanding, um, <laughs> you know, I'm having, I'm having a good weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had some fun. We hung out in person we and did. that was really nice. It was also your birthday. Can we say that? It was my birthday. Happy was my birthday, birthday, dear Kristen. Kristen. And we can't say anymore unless we'll get sued. Right? Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, think, now, but that's fine. I think the melody was off just enough to not get sued. Um, <laughs> so how does it feel to be one year older on TikTok? Well, oh, wait. Uh, oh, your birthday. <laughs> Oh, and t- yes. Well, you know, this is we are also celebrating our one year anniversary on TikTok. If you haven't, if you are not following us on TikTok, please go follow. Uh, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast if you're also <laughs> not following us on TikTok, but you should be doing that. Very um, true. Thank you. But thank you. But thank you. I mean, thank you for listening to the podcast uh, as well. Uh, yeah, it um, I mean, I don't you know, the last two years obviously have time has just sort of stood still. So I'm I'm still going to go and say I'm still 35. I'm just going to I'm just going to be 35 forever. Whoa, we're the same age. Well, no, Adam, you are whatever. So you were 33 when the pandemic started. Yeah, I was 33. So you're still 33. We're all forever now. Just whatever age we were when the pandemic started. That's how old we are forever. Sick. Speaking of arrested development, we have Ezra Parter. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I'm 12. <laughs> oh, man. How was uh, your experience last night? Did you have fun bowling? Yeah, I, I love bowling. I will say just like being in a place with pumping music and a lot of pe- other people, I needed to be outside. When we left, I was like, I'd like to just be outside right now. and I, And just like. <laughs> left and y'all followed and that was cool. It's a little anxiety producing, yeah. right? Like yeah. uh, not me, not me. I got COVID. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. You're like, <laughs> not even, I don't even think it's like the fear of COVID so much anymore. It's just the stimulation. Of, mm-hmm. And again, we were in an arcade, so it was noise, lights, yeah. people. Like I am not, used to that anymore wearing pants no. oh totally. what oh. pants <laughs> real pants washing you know, my body i was getting tired standing okay like you were talking about i did notice you were sitting down a lot actually i was i was standing for a while and then i was like well i'm tired i need to go sit down i don't stand this much anymore we had to take several breaks just walking to the restaurant i don't oh, know why man. and then i took a, and then i like laid down in the middle of the lane and took a nap and security had to come over and we totally ruined our game it was a whole thing i'm glad you had fun 
Yeah, I had a great time. Hey, it's her birthday. Time. It's her it's birthday. If she wants to nap, she can nap. Speaking of it's her birthday, uh, since it's your birthday, when we're on the day we're after we're recording this, would you like to go first and share your story? I would. I would love to share my story. Um, well, I was born on uh, January twelfth. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Um, no, uh, this is a this is actually a really great story. Um, so uh, a Long Island woman, uh, an elderly Long Island woman foiled a uh, phone scam um, and actually ended up getting the scammers arrested by the police. And, you know, we, we you know, you hear all the time about uh, particularly elderly people. I mean, we're getting scammed all the time, right? I get 15 phone calls a day. I literally, mm-hmm. before we got re- recording, somebody I knew in college Instagrammed me and asked for $50. Actually, you want me to read this text to you? It's really yes, funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yes, hold- please do. Okay. Read all um, your texts to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dear Adam, I want a divorce. Oh, wait, sorry. I wasn't supposed to read that oh, one. No. Okay. Um, uh, this is from, I think this will be fine. His name is, let's just say his name is Caesar, uh, spelled S E S A R with the uh, emphasis on the E there. Caesar, if you will. Okay. Uh, so he goes, Yo. I say, Yo. Uh, he's like, I'm going to really need your help right now. And I was like, What's up? I should, I should, uh, I engage this because he actually was like a student of mine. Um, so like I helped teach him audio and stuff like that in college when I was like uh, upper division. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is like, I get people asking me audio advice all the time. So I was like, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, so he goes, can you please borrow me $50? I, we pay it back. One of my fam is in the hospital right now. I, we pay it back in a few hours today. My cash app has been hacked. Prayer hands, prayer hands. Mm-mm. And so I respond, damn. So your IG got hacked. And then he immediately responded, no, it's me, Caesar, spelled C A E S A R. I was no. like, not how you spell your own name. <laughs> look, <laughs> look up, bro. And it's like, it's a mistake, Caesar. Then spelled, it's again, S E A S R. So if you're out here trying to hack, be better. Hackers do better. Be, hackers Seriously. do better. Well, hackers this is so that's so so this woman this in the, this story um the woman got a phone call. Um Gina, 73-year-old grandmother was at her Long Island home Thursday morning when she received a phone call from a man claiming to be her grandson. He was in jail for drunk driving. He needed her help posting an $8,000 bail. The, there was one problem. Jean thought her grandsons are too young to drive. <laughs> so like scammers out there just do better. Um, at, 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 <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know. Um, that's amazing. Hey, ma- grandma, I need help. For dri- I need help for driving. You know how you send me a dollar for my birthday every year? Yes, honey. Your grandma, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need some more of those five dollar checks that you send me on my birthday. Can I get maybe like a twenty year advance? Cause I need bail, but grandma. <laughs> what, what voice that is? That's me. That's- at how Adam 14. sounded as a two-year-old, 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she so she immediately knew this woman, you know, immediately knew that this was, you know, was something was up because it was mm-hmm. clearly not right. So she played along and then she got the police involved. And, and this was the part that I found was interesting. So, uh, you know, she played along and she eventually invited... Um, a bail's bondsman, you know, in in quotes, a, a bail bondsman to her house to get the cash. Uh, but she had the police there. And of course, when the when the person showed up to collect the cash, the police arrested him. Um, 
And, you know, I'm like, that's, I guess it was okay because the police were involved. But I'm like, that's a little dangerous to, like, invite someone to your home. Like, that mm-hmm. part struck me as, like. Yeah. Definitely should have used a neutral location. Like, a neutral like, location or so. Like I said, I guess since the police were there. Right. You know, it was okay. But I was like, that seems a little weird. But, you know, I mean, is this really, again, like, so many people you know, especially during the pandemic, like the, all of the scamming shit has gotten way worse. And, right. you know, so hearing about somebody who, A, you know, had the wherewithal to be like, you're a fucking scammer, like, and then be like, not just like, oh, I'm going to hang up. I'm not. A, but like, yeah, I'll play along and yeah. then actually get you arrested. So I, I like to think that her like she's retired now, but what she used to be was an international spy. Mm, oh, Yeah. Yeah. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's baking cookies and fucking shit up. And that voice is, of course, Adam at 15. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. If she's from Long Island, like she talks like this. She's like, motherfucker, you think you're going to get me today? Motherfucker, not today, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's how she talks. But yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it says that in a 2020 report from the FBI found that people over 60 were scammed out of $1 billion in 2020 alone. Jesus. Wow. Wow. So and it could have been $50 for me. I could have been to the 2022 statistic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, that was a very, very poor attempt uh, at, at scamming. If it would have seemed a little more legit, do you think you would have sent the money? Like, see, with this guy? With your guy, Adam. Yeah, Yeah. I'm asking you, like, how easy easy is it to uh, scam you out of $50? I mean, to be honest, I, I, because he was kind of like a a student, I guess I would have, I would have been like, okay, Mm -hmm. send me your Venmo or something like that. Mm -hmm. If he, like, needed it. But, like, right away, flags were there. You know, like, I need your help right now. Okay. And then why me? You know, why would you ask me for $50? And also, like... Who texts somebody to borrow money? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's a phone call. Yeah, that's a phone call or like, you know, if you see somebody like post like a GoFundMe or something on, on Facebook and you're yeah. like, okay, uh, what about you, Ezra? How, how easy do you think like it would be to scam you out of $50? I like to think it'd be pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Like if I got that text from Cesar, I would absolutely not think that that was real and I would mm-hmm. not give it. But if I got like a well-worded one, I would say something to, along the lines of like, how do you even remember who I am? Like, Dearest, I, like what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, Dearest like Ezra, how do you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I mean, to somebody like it's it's that's what I mean. Like it's this weird. Wait, guys, breaking news. Hold on. Hold on. I just got texted. Somebody just asked me for a hundred dollars on IG. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to take a look. I'm gonna, you guys want me to read it real quick? It says, yeah. hey, bro. Uh, hey, bro. I need $100. I slash we will pay you back. It's from Ezra Parter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I'm that's just why I'm asking you, because like, you know, when we were done recording, I'm going to write up some some of you like, hey, my co- you know, I need. But like. Yeah, that's no. That's I'm thing. even like I'm hesitant. Like if if somebody posts a GoFundMe for something other than like. I seriously am ill and need help. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I get a, a GoFundMe request for like, I'm trying to make this movie or anything like that. I'm like, I'm, I, I got to use my money for better things. So Ezra, are so you like, saying, are you saying anybody trying to raise money for their film project is a scammer right now? Is no, but saying? I just mean like, uh, <laughs> I mean a little bit, but <laughs> no, <laughs> it's I, fine I, to I, say I, yes to that. I think, <laughs> I think that's fair. I think to an extent, 
Yes, but no. Like, I support people getting their art made. I just don't think... You're thinking web series are not art, is what you're... Was, <laughs> Your vanity project is not art. Your vanity project is not where I want to put my money when there's, like, you know, people dying and stuff. But and you like, guys both um, currently have pilots you're working on? Is that, is that yeah. true? That is true, yes. But yeah. I would never ask for anybody for money for my for my pilot. There's a difference between like friends, like people who are actively in your life who care about you, who are like, I will do anything to help you in your time of need versus, hey, you were my TA 10 years ago. That's why I mean, that's why I feel shady. Right. Because you're like, who does that? If it was one of you guys that texted me this, even if it was poorly written, I was like, well, I'm used to this. It's I see it all the time <laughs> in the writers. Meetings. Are always hit me up for I, always, I always got to fucking punch up their shit uh, in the writers meetings. I'm just kidding. You guys do it to me all the time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to get that hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you got if you guys were, I would have been like, Okay, sure. Sure, absolutely. And same, like, same with either of you or, like, any, yeah, that's what I mean, like, close friends. You're like, yeah, however I can help you. But, like, yeah, I think the it being somebody that you haven't had contact with in a long time, like, that's an immediate tip off of, like, something might not be right here. I used to teach at an elementary school when I was in college. And if, if one of those kids hit me up, I'd be like, what the f- fuck like you're not old like enough hit to have you problems. up now yeah but yeah oh, now. yeah but i would also be, be like oh, okay well this is like kind of cool i'm glad you remember me and are reaching out like what's going on let's like reconnect and that's mm-hmm. a different thing you know yeah take take me on a date yeah, <laughs> take me out to dinner wine me dine yeah. me all right no but like for real that that like so, let's loosen this up I'll, then, <laughs> then the then the money will flow that's right but like for real it's like it's like oh we're gonna reconnect because you're in a situation where you need something then I then I'm more inclined mm-hmm. to do it. But if you're just like, and not that I'm in like some position where I can just like throw money around, but like you're sitting on a pile of money right now. <laughs> yeah, my chair is my chair is cash. But um, <laughs> but uh, but like a text like you got from from this scammer, uh, right? That is a text that has no like, hey, re- I remember you. Thanks for helping me in the past. I do need mm-hmm, this help now, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what's missing on these scams. Like yeah. if you right. want to scam me. Make me feel like I matter to you first. You know? <laughs> Dear Ezra, hey, you know what? I just got to say, when you taught me how to draw, I am now an artist now. And because I am an artist, I need money. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would work. <laughs> Speaking of artists who need money, uh, Ezra, I think you you want to talk about Spotify. This <laughs> yes. Week. So Spotify this week, their stock valuation dropped. $2 billion after Neil Young uh, and uh, Nils Lofgren and Joni Mitchell all decided to pull their music to protest Joe Rogan spreading COVID misinformation. That's such a wild number. What is their, do you know what their valuation is like before they lost the $2 billion? I have Ooh, no idea what I Spotify's valuation is. Just like how much of a, is that 50%? Is that 3%? It's a 12% drop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do the math and figure out what $2 billion is 12% yeah. of. Um, but it's a lot of money. It is a lot. It's a lot. It's for sure. I mean, $2 billion. No matter what your uh, initial valuation is, that's a huge drop. To me, what's interesting about it, and obviously, you know, it's a good thing for these artists to be protesting Joe Rogan, I think. But I'm amazed that Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and Nils Lofgren have $2 billion pull right now. It is interesting. I was thinking about this too. It was like when Joni Mitchell, Mitchell announced it along with Neil, I was like, oh, wow. The people that were like raging against the machine, these are like the true raging against machine 
Mm-hmm. They're still doing this. I you know? love yeah. that. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. I love it. No, I think it's great. I do think it's really great. And we, as modern artists who are trying to raise, we could never really do that because we are so fucking beholden to these tech companies to get our out our our, our mm-hmm. art out there. Like mm-hmm. this yeah. podcast, for instance. I mean, like a lot of our listens come off Spotify. In fact, uh, uh, Brene Brown, who was very brave, took off her. Uh, mm-hmm. sp- she's not posting uh, podcasts on Spotify mm-hmm. or at all for for mm-hmm. a while because of for this very much thing. The same. I thing. mean, I wouldn't have predicted that like Neil Young would have been the but, but like this, you know, this feels sort of inevitable, right? Of like you know, yeah. so Joe Rogan and his podcast have caused so much controversy over the last you know year or two years that like. Yeah, at some point, people, somebody, whether it's musical artists or other podcasters, were going to be like, you know what, it's us or them, and you know, it's us or him. And at least I, I saw a good, like, just one of my friends posted on Facebook was like, at least now you see like where Spotify stands, right? right. Of like mm-hmm. who they're, you know, because they obviously haven't. Uh, I, I believe that they're putting labels on they're now only just now starting to put labels on episode on, on episodes of the Joe Rogan experience announced it Sunday. Yeah. They announced it Sunday and they're going to like do the, the labeling, but obviously they're not, um, they're still going to air, you know, or stream the podcast or, or whatever. Um, and these are labels just to mark that it's COVID misinformation, which is good. But at the same time, like the people who are listening to Joe Rogan mm-hmm. don't, give a shit they, right they like already know and and they believe him and they're going to disagree with the label right it's too little too late right like the inform the misinformation is out there they don't care because i mean uh, you know obviously like instagram and youtube like they've been doing this for a while now with like labeling things and it's like does anybody does does anybody give a shit right we're so polarized at this point it's almost like a fucking badge of honor like oh right. the mainstream media is trying to you know mark this or whatever yeah mm-hmm. Like, when is it going to be cool to leave Spotify? Like, yeah. when it, what's it going to take? Like, what artist would right. it have to be to mm. be like, Spotify? Like, pff, what is that? Fucking MySpace? Get the fuck. You know, like, <laughs> oh, Spotify is, is, is yeah. the parlor of streaming apps now, you know? Enough major artists going to leave that, that Spotify is just Joe Rogan, Kid Rock, and Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Neil Young, Jody Mitchell, Nice Lofgren, like, they're not a known artist, but they're most likely not the most popular artists on Spotify right now. Like who, who is the one that like the contemporary artist that would be like, I'm pulling my music that would make Spotify be like, Oh, okay. Now, you know, I think, I don't know. Should we, should we stop posting on Spotify? But see, here's that. That's that. Like, that's the catch 22, right? Cause we are the up and coming, like just trying to get our shit out to as many right. listeners as possible. Look, I I subscribe Listen, to I'm Spotify. All for trends. I use Spotify for all of my music. Yeah. And I'm like, do I have to cancel my fucking Spotify subscription yeah. right now? I really would prefer not to. But this is like the same thing with like going for Amazon Prime. Like we know Amazon is a fucking evil corporation, mm-hmm. but fuck, their product is good. And it's like mm-hmm. that we have I think our generation, I think our kids' generation is going to be like, you guys were fucking like a bunch of cucks. Like, <laughs> so, like just 
just letting the fucking government fuck you over or the let the these cucks. corporate yeah you corporate cucks letting these mm-hmm. let these people just take away your rights and like exploit workers meanwhile like give me give me stimulation from fast scrolling oh yeah oh my gosh yes i need that i need i need i need that dish drain i yeah. need to you know, fucking have that in you know free one day shipping or whatever. Ew. Yeah, Gr- it's- going to a grocery store in person. Ew. <laughs> oh, I'd rather wait two days for that. You know, I, I think I think and this I- is like the older generation who actually stood up and like rioted in the streets and fucking burned bras and stuff in the sixties and seventies. They still are doing the thing. Like this is what you do to yeah. rage. You fucking like no, <laughs> despite the convenience. Revolution is never convenient. <laughs> but here's the difference. But this is what I'm going to say. I mean, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, these people are fucking set for life. They don't need to oh, have right. their music on Spotify, right? right. So it is yeah. a little different than when it was in the 60s. But I think they would have pulled their music from Spotify. I think they, they would have then, but it's, I'm just saying it's not as big. Like, let's not give them too much credit. Like, definitely give them credit, like, for yeah. starting this, but it's also, easy. like, yeah. This it's is easy very easy for you to do. Again, it's not as easy for us as or or other, you know, musicians or whomever who are just trying to get their shit out there. And obviously Spotify has a huge corner on the market of streaming and, and stuff. Also, too, the I just want to say, like, they could pull it. If Spotify could say tomorrow, OK, we're canceling Joe Rogan's podcast. Guess what? Somebody else is going to pick it up and right. he'll he'll spin yeah. it to be like, look, the, yeah, the major it will make him more. Popular. So it's this catch 22 of like, mm-hmm. what can Spotify really do? Even if they do cancel him, like, I think fine, but they're actually not going to stop the spread of what he's doing. The main point of this, though, is that the doctors are saying specifically the people that have been pushing us through this pandemic and literally saving people's lives, right? That's obvious. Mm-hmm, are saying mm-hmm. his show is dangerous and we need to do something with this. And yeah. if we respected all of their hard work over the last three years, we need to stand with them. And that's what these artists are doing. Yeah. Oh, and I and I do agree with that. And I think that's like this. We're in this interesting moment, um, you know, with all of these things converging because, you know, there have always been village idiots who are, you know, saying crazy stuff. Now it's just we have the ability to broadcast it to the masses mm-hmm. like we've never have before. Right. So this is in a way a new problem that we're figuring out because like, yeah, there there have always been people who, you know, anti-vax or whatever. But like they just they didn't have the the re. I mean, I don't know how many people listen to Joe Rogan's, but it's yeah. in the millions, millions you know, yeah. so. That is like this new and and look, I do believe in free speech. Like I do, like wh- where is the line? That's why it's like the the ability for him to speak to so many people is right. what makes it dangerous, not just what he is yeah. saying. But ultimately, like in a way, isn't Spotify like a containment grid around him because he can't post on any other platform now? So only sure. Spotify subscribers can hear his message. It's in a way. Better that he's on Spotify than that he's not. And that's true. And 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 also they can pull, you know, they can they can put the labels on whether or not they do any good. They can also, and I believe they have like pulled some past episodes in which he says really egregious things. So like, you know, even if like again, like he could go to another platform that would encourage him to say even more ridiculous, yeah. outlandish, dangerous things. But then 
aren't we kind of just like doing the same appeasement thing we did to Hitler? Like, you know, and not sure. to compare Joe Rogan to Hitler, but just like the, the scenario where mm-hmm. we're like, okay, but this is the best way to contain him is just by giving him this little bit. And he just, he's taking a little and a little and a little until all of a sudden he's conquered Europe. Containment never works. It's got to fucking stamp mm-hmm. it out, you know? Yeah. That's what I say after I eat Taco Bell, that containment just never works. That's right. You I was just trying to make a diarrhea joke. It didn't really yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of diet, you know, since we're talking about Joe Rogan, let's talk about diarrhea. <laughs> same difference. Wait, before we move, before we go move on, I do think we should talk about what artists would have to leave Spotify for us to follow suit. And for me mm. to pull it, I will leave Spotify when Doja Cat leaves Spotify. Why is that? Why Doja Cat? Because I'll follow her anyway. Okay. okay. I would leave Spotify if Barack Obama left Spotify. Mm. Why Barack um, Obama? I would follow Barack Obama anywhere. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, if Lady Gaga, I'd follow Lady Gaga anywhere. No matter what we say in this, we can all agree that Neil Young has a heart of gold. <laughs> Speaking of person with heart of gold, this guy in the news did not have a heart of gold because he called somebody an immigrant and threw a smoothie at a Jamba Juice employee. If you haven't been following... Oh, oh that story. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> okay. If you, well, if you, you might have seen this vi- the, the viral video of a, of a uh, man just yelling at teenage girls. Oh, no. At a, so oh, I think terrible. it's a Robex. Please it, stop it was a Robex. Teenage girls. Robex, yes. I hear that all the time. <laughs> well, you should stop. You shouldn't be doing it. That's it. Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I think oh, we right. can all agree here. A video of a 48-year-old uh, man, James Inyazo, shows him berating at least three teenage uh, Robex workers for, I guess, a bad smoothie. Uh, it got so heated that uh, one of the uh, multiple of the employees were thrown, were telling him to leave, and he decided to just straight up fucking yeet his smoothie at the one of the girls, and she got fucking pissed. She did not stand down. She would have been the Joni Mitchell. She is the Joni Mitchell of our time, <laughs> and uh, he calls her an immigrant, which he was saying ignorant earlier on. And you could tell, like, when he said immigrant in the video, uh, it's like, ah, oh, that's what he meant in the beginning, too. And uh, he tried, mm-hmm. he saw that he was being filmed. He tried bursting down the employee's only door to get the fucking phone and to probably delete the footage and or share it on his Telegram mm-hmm. feed with all of his other Nazis. And it was then discovered that this man worked for Merrill Lynch. He is no longer working for Merrill Lynch, according to the according to the article. Well, what happened? Uh, so so he got upset and not that this excuses the behavior. But I think this is just an, a, you know, um, a critical point of the story. He got upset because this, it was his son's smoothie and it had peanuts in it and his son had a peanut allergy and mm-hmm. he had an allergic reaction to the smoothie. So oh. apparently what uh, Ianazo is saying is that like, I told you, you know, my son has a peanut allergy. Don't put peanuts in this smoothie. And whether or not he actually said that, you know, he allegedly told them there can't be peanuts in it. There were peanuts in it. His son had an allergic reaction. That's why he got upset. Still no excuse to 
be racist and aggressive and everything like that is still not how you handle that situation. But that's what the issue was. That's pretty scary, actually, to see if if it was like a life threatening Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. allergy for sure. But the video is very interesting because I don't think I've ever seen a video of the Karen trying to steal Mm -hmm. the phone when especially when it's like teenagers Mm-hmm. trying to stand up and like the, the man is big he's a big and these are mm-hmm. small women in working for robex here and uh it's a very shocking and disgusting act just regardless of mm-hmm. i guess his motivations and we don't even I, we don't know what those are but it, it might be true i could s- definitely see a reaction sure. of anger happening if some sh- some shitty teens were didn't listen to my my directions listen last night we got boned over by round one, Burbank. Yeah, don't go to round one in Burbank. They will bone you on your karaoke room. Their text wait list system is fucked. Now, I could have thrown my pitcher of Coca-Cola at them for Coca-Cola. You could have thrown a fit. You could have. And again, and it was mostly, again, like mostly young people, you know, probably like teenagers, 20-somethings working there. And like they're they're doing their best. And I was in the same situation. My children, the Daily Misinformer team, they want. They were told. I told them that my children need to sing karaoke. All right, and they did not respond and listen to my requests. All right, these are my beautiful children that I nurture and love to all of my heart, all of my heart, all of my heart. I love them, and to see them let down, to not be able to sing a beautiful Celine Dion song. By the end of the night, it hurts. <laughs> Not to be confused with Celine Dion. Celine Dijon song, it hurts my heart. And I could have thrown a picture. I, I, I was upset. There right? were, I mean, we were split, right? We were split. There were people who were like, go fight with them. Max in particular was saying, let's fucking let Paul mm-hmm. out. And he was like, Paul was ready to go. Well, but here's and here's the interesting thing, because I think you let me sort of cast the deciding vote because it was my birthday. And by I ready to go. I mean, Complain. He wasn't going to fight anybody. I just want to make that very clear. Right, right. Not actually, but even a complaint. And 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 again, like my perspective was like, look, like is it just like it's not a big deal. Like these, like you know, having empathy for these employees, like whatever. Maybe they did fuck up. Maybe they they didn't text you or do whatever they said they did. Is it is it that big of a deal? No, it really wasn't. And like to cause you know to go in and like because I've been in that position of like being the customer service employee and somebody like comes in all pissed and like luckily no one ever you know threatened me but like again like you know with this video like I'm a tiny little person tiny you know tiny little woman like I've dealt with angry male customers and angry female customers and you're like uh I'm a I'm a little afraid right now right yeah they stood their ground it was it was So it's a pretty terrifying video. Pretty terrifying video. I can understand. And thank you for being such a great parent, Mm -hmm. Adam. You're welcome, son. You're the the best daddy. Oh, I don't know if you're... Only calling you daddy from now on. (laughs) Yeah, it's happening. That's a different Spotify show. (laughs) But like, okay, if you are the parent of a a young child whose throat closes up as a result of, of, of something like this and you are afraid for their life, I can understand a little bit of an overreaction. What I can't understand 
is turning racist. <laughs> right. Like, right. <laughs> he didn't turn racist because of this EpiPen situation. He was racist already. It just came out. No, you are a racist. His statement about it, where he's trying to explain how, like, he's, he said, quote, I was out of my mind with fear for him when I returned to aerobics, and I wish I had not done so. Great. But still, like, you're attacking these people with racist, racial epithets. Like, oh, I guess it wasn't race. It was calling them an immigrant. But still, like, like, to go what, there yeah. is like... No, when a white you wouldn't call a white person an immigrant, that, so right. it's racism. You clearly right already there. have that in you. Yeah. If like when you you know you're in that moment and your adrenaline's high and you're you're yelling like you know you're so clearly in this guy's lizard brain he's he's racist or he's at right. least xenophobic or right. or something. So yeah, if you was calling like I don't think we'd be having this conversation. Or it would be a different conversation. It was like, you're a jerk, you know, you're stupid. Right. Like, mm-hmm. okay, still bad, but you could understand again. Like that's, that's, you can explain away by like, Hey, I was out of my mind with fear. Cause my kid was choking or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, no, when and you that's start, terrifying. And I'm, it's terrifying. I feel bad for the kid for having to deal with this fucking dad. <laughs> and I don't know if it says like how, like if he was yelling at them, if he went back after, like, this is, this is the moment where we're like, we're he all on after. 11 all the time now. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with after, you know, you calm down and you're like, Hey, just so you know, you made this move. I asked you not to put peanuts in the smoothie. You did. My kid had an allergic reaction. Like you need to do better. You know, you need to listen more carefully customers, whatever. Fine. Again, like everybody just feels like raging at everybody all the time. It's like, that doesn't fucking solve anything. Yeah. You know, because like now look at you just lost your job because every because you outed yourself as a racist asshole. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just want my children to be happy at the end of the day. (laughs) And do I do I feel that a little bit of kinship with this man who his son throat got closed because of peanut uh, allergy and then also because in my situation, round one in a way forced my children's throat closed by not being able to sing karaoke. Mm-hmm. Do I feel a little bit of kinship? Yes. Would I ever have been racist to these people? No. Because that's not what you do. What you We all know what you do when you're in this situation is you write a bad review on Yelp. That's all, that's all sure. we can hope to do in this situation. You rage Yelp. You don't Throw yeah. snoop s- smoothies or snoobies. Yeah, and he could have done what you did last night, which was take us to the hospital to get our throats back open. And by hospital, we mean Korean barbecue. That's right. <laughs> where we ate lots of meat. Yes. Yeah, I mean, maybe you should have. Maybe you just should have taken his son to a Korean barbecue and fed him some meat to counteract the the pain. Yeah. I mean, that's facetious. Like, look, it was a life threatening situation. I, again, I understand yeah. being upset as a, as I mean, I'm not a parent, but like, I understand being upset. Yeah. You just guys just don't get it because you're not parents. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a podcast daddy, daddy like don't. you. All right. I'm liking it now. <laughs> it's, it's all downhill from here now. Uh. All right, kids. It's time for bed slash nap slash break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we're watching to distract us from the impending World War Three. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back from the break. This The news is filled with uh, so much information regarding Vladimir Putin getting ready to potentially invade Ukraine and how the United States might retaliate, which 
you know, it is important to stay informed, but it also it's also important to have some self-care. And sometimes that means hiding your head in the sand for a little while and just escaping uh, the impending doom that seems to be surrounding us at all times. Oh, hell yeah. We're here to talk. Oh, hell yeah. So to, <laughs> right now we're going to talk about what we're watching to distract us from the shitty, shitty outside world that just seems to be getting worse every day we seem to live. Well, and also this is, I mean, uh, you know, we're all lucky enough to be in California where it was a gorgeous uh, 73 degrees and sunny today. But, you know, a lot of the East Coast was hit uh, with with a big snowstorm. So so it's also like prime cocooning, yes. uh, hibernating, stay in your home and, and watch a lot of uh, TV and movies. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I had a I thought I had COVID this week tested negative. So I was staying inside anyway. And it was like, all right. Yeah. And a bunch of people are doing that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with COVID or trying to avoid COVID. So, yeah, there's just yeah. there's like so many good reasons to not leave your house. Exactly. And watch there's, TV. There's a lot of reasons. There are a lot of reasons. And, you know, again, stay informed. But then also. Take some, take a break and relax and stay sane. Stay, stay informed, but stay sane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> and thirsty. That's a different yeah. one. Sorry. Ezra, Sorry. what are you watching right now to uh, distract yourself? Oh, man, I I love sitcoms, and I feel like we're kind of in like another little golden age of sitcoms right now. Like golden ages may be overused, but like uh, I feel like we had such great sitcoms for a while when NBC had like Parks and Rec and 30 Rock and in and, and the office and all those back in the mid two thousands. And there has been kind of like a dearth of great sitcoms since then. But right now there's a bunch of new ones that are killing. Oh, don't say killing. Sorry. I just, I got triggered a little bit when you said that. Uh, that's yeah, making me think no, of like no, all no, the potential yeah. of like all the, yeah. All the people that are good. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. No, they're, um, they're, uh, excelling. Well, I don't, I mean, I feel like by excelling, you know, the, the war effort, you know, it's, uh, six minutes to midnight, it's excelling to potential, uh, world. Effort. It's, uh, uh, how about maybe, um, doing good? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they are well, doing good. Superman does good shows do well. Right. You're right. Yes. They're doing well. They're doing well. English major bitches. But yeah, they are doing well. And, uh, I, I, I really, I really, really have been enjoying Abbott elementary and grand crew and, uh, American auto to an extent. It, it's like growing on me. The other two hit me right away. And I was like, these are great. What's grand crew. What is grand crew about? The Grand Crew is about uh, it start okay so the pilot starts with this like older black man talking about how um black men have there are varieties of black men and like you not they're like not all black men are the same person but and and like that's not what the show's about. The show's about a bunch of friends hanging out at a bar, but I found this framing device to be very cool where it's just like this old man being like, man, and let's meet some of these different guys now. And then we, that's how they introduce all the mm. characters. And then Nicole Byer is also one of the main characters Love and they her. introduce her as like one of the varieties of black <laughs> men, which is very funny. Oh my gosh, um, that's amazing. And so that, that like device is only in the pilot. And then like the, the main thing that the show is about is the, the lead character, Noah played by Echo Kellum from, UCB he is just he believes in romantic comedy love and he Mm. wants to find romantic comedy love and the rest of his friends are like come on bro uh and that's the whole show it's and it's so good uh uh and one of my favorite uh comedian like uh improvisers sketch performers Carl Tart is on the show he's yeah super funny dude Nicole Byer it's a great Um, cast honestly I, I 
I've been meaning to to watch that one for sure. Yeah, you, I think you've so me because I've been seeing the like, and I love Nicole Byer. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so she's been posting a lot about it, obviously, on her Insta and everything. So I, but you've you've sold me on it. I have to check it out. They all hang out in a wine bar called okay. Crew. That's oh, okay, I, okay. That's part of it too. Now, as far as as yeah. far as distracting from the world, is there any like do they mention like Ukraine or Russia or anything like that at all in the show? Um, because that's a deal oh, now breaker. Now that you mention it, they do talk about Putin on every, every episode. episode they mm, mention Putin. Interesting. He's like the yeah, seventh the, character. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, now that you mention it, there is a character uh, named, named Vlad Putin. Putin. <laughs> Um, and he's the, he's the bartender at this wine bar. Well, don't drink anything he serves. Grand Cru specifically is like a, a joke a minute about a topic we've t- covered before, but covered in a completely mm-hmm. new way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really impressive. I highly recommend Grand Cru and right. these other shows yeah. as well. But should we one. start, should we start watching it and then, and then do a spinoff Grand Crew podcast? <laughs> The Daily Misinformer crew covers Grand <laughs> I would talk about that show every I'm week. I'm down. Absolutely. I'm down. I yeah, maybe we should start a little segment where we watch it and then we recap the episodes. Yeah, the Grand Re-Crew. To... No, that's not it. Oh, cut that. Hey, Adam, cut, hey, hey, Adam, cut <laughs> that. Adam, cut hey, Adam, that. Cut that was bad. Uh, uh, Kristen, what are you watching right now? So I'm I'm distracting myself from from the world and you know potential future wars, uh, the you know modern warfare with um, fantasy medieval warfare because I actually oh, have just started to rewatch Game of Thrones. Now that's not triggering uh, at all major wars. That's not triggering I mean, at all. Not I mean it's triggering because let's be real. I watched the whole thing the first time around and I know how it ends. So I'm already <laughs> like. You know, spoiler. Hey, Game of Thrones spoiler alerts coming. Um, you know, I'm like seeing Daenerys in the first episode, yeah. and I'm like, oh, girl, things are gonna like. I, I literally, I one I day was, like, she'll crying. drink coffee and it, never and not put away that cup and forget to throw away the away Starbucks, the Starbucks cup. cup. Yeah. Well, I was mostly talking about like you know the pending kind of like war scenario happening in the world, and I think maybe you're like me in that like I like this isn't what I'm going to talk about, but I like the Expanse. Because it's like a little sci-fi, mm-hmm. but it's like there's just mm-hmm. like a hint of like of like there's some modern shit in there that's like reverberates mm-hmm. back into that. The Expanse is all geopolitical warfare. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's the Expanse is so good. Well, that's what Game of Thrones is too. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's I mean it's fantasy. Right. It's it's not. I mean, sure. The th- the reason that show is so popular, like it wasn't you know just the dragons and the you know Mormoa and uh, all all those good things. Um, you know, it's it's it is real. It's power. It's betrayal. It's it's secrets Boobs. and lies and all of Penises. that. But. Boobs, lots of boobs. Um, I believe on that show they're called cocks. <laughs> yes, they do always refer to it as as a cock. Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, but it's. I mean, it's it's removed enough. I mean, look. I mean, look. The whole thing yeah. was an allegory for climate change. You know, like like so. Yeah, there are modern what? things. Did you miss that part? Did you miss, <laughs> the, you miss the whole part? The whole Winter climate change thing. Winter is coming. The I thought they were talking about like ice people. Isn't that what they meant? Like people made of ice. Yeah, I mean, like not like the it, White Walkers yeah. are like sort of made of ice. It was, it was sort of like you know, you know, I, I don't know. I got some of like yeah, the, the you know, the whole planet's gonna freeze and yeah. But when they say like winter is coming, they meant like 
a bunch of weather demons. They were ice ice zombies. Yeah, I would say that that was kind of like a, uh, a narrative tool used to like you know talk about climate change without talking about climate. But change they never directly. said yeah. climate change in it though. No, right. no, of course they not. Said White no. Walkers that were like right. that well, I mean, controlled weather and made things cold. They never said climate change though. No. So. But you could watch it and be like, oh yeah, there's, I mean, again, like this whole, the whole, the whole thing is that like the White Adam, Walkers are right. like, this is an existential so threat watch, that everyone you, is either ignoring. Are you saying that you can't even watch Game of Thrones without being reminded of the outside world of climate change? Well, now I am. I mean, you know, but no, but uh, I mean, I'm mostly there. I'm mostly there for the tits and dragons. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I mean, Adam, I, you know, the expanse, is about kind of a same alien technology that takes over a whole solar system. Well, right, but it's about like how there's like a uh, it's they're, they're kind of the same story in a way where it's like there's one's one in space. real threat. No, one's in sp- space and one's in a fantasy world, but there's one real threat that most people are ignoring to have their political Yeah, I mean, I guess fighting, there's true like dragons kind of, are like yeah. spaceships in a way. Okay. Sure. Yeah. They That's both like I have mean, a lot of yeah. fire and people ride on them. I guess I could see what I you're guess, saying. I guess so. I don't see the like the geo. No. One, it can't be geo because geo means like Earth. So, and that's like space, you know. Well, right. I guess it'd be I like think you're being very literal about it. I'm being no, no, no. This is a TV. It's not. It's not piece of literal. It's not a piece of literal. Well, actually, it, it was a it was a book before it was a TV show. But I don't mean to well actually you, but you know. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I'll well actually you. Uh, no, um, but anyway, so yeah, so that was uh, that's that's kind of um, moving on from the bit. Moving, okay, moving yeah. on, yeah, moving on from the bit. It's good. It was a good bit. Um, How many boobs and on. cocks have you counted so far? Oh, because that'll help um, me remind me that we're not talking about Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, and if you say the number, I'll know which episode you're on. <laughs> well, I, I mean... <laughs> um, 62. Oh, you're on episode five. Cool. Yeah. Uh, no cocks yet. No cocks right. yet. First season. Um, first season. Okay, okay. Uh, boobs twice. Two different mm-hmm. two different sets of boobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're on... Um, you just watched the first episode. <laughs> yeah. I, or I was going to say, and, and I've seen... And and two uh, two incidents of, of incestuous behavior. Okay, right. Yeah. right. First episode. Um, so yeah. So well, so I'm on the second episode. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Look, I watched the whole thing. You know, when it originally aired, I, I was very upset with the way it ended. Oh, but I did have a friend who said that her and her husband just rewatched it all like around Christmas. They binged it, and they're like. Watch it again. Watch it again in its totality. The the, the last season like hits a little different, yeah. and <laughs> it um, hits different. and I was like, okay, I'll give it. You know what? I think it's time. Now I we're think talking. I'm emotionally ready. Now we're talking to go on this journey again. And like, look, I, I mean, it's so fucking good. I, like the first episode. I'm like, these actors are all so goddamn good. I mean, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, all of them. I'm here for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're going. We're going on this journey again. And I mean, this this is what I'm talking about. This is perfect. Distract ourselves from the world because it's like you're reminded of a, maybe a, a few years ago when we weren't in this situation. Now we're talking. We're talking nostalgia. Watch. Let's break out some Hey Arnold. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
I mean, look, 2019 was great. I had just moved to California and I would get all my friends together every Sunday night to, to I, I hosted every Sunday night friends to watch the, the final season and, and nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was worried. Are you vaxxed? Are you not vaxxed? Like it was, now it was great. Talking. It was wonderful. And like, yeah, I'm feeling very nostalgic for, for 2019. Um, Why was uh, I didn't know you then. Oh yeah. I hadn't met you yet, Ezra. That was okay, oh, so that's right. one okay, yeah. that's one downside is that Ezra Parter had not yet come into my life. You know I love Game of Thrones. The books are literally over my shoulder right now and behind my monitors. Do you have... want to Ezra, do you want to come over and rewatch it with me? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, great. And, okay, great. Dude, come on. We you live five minutes from me. Come yeah. over and then we could do a rewatch. Re, I think I just want us to like you want to do, do rewatch a, podcasts so. I want to do right a rewatch now. podcast so bad right now. No, because I will definitely need to talk to people about it as I rewatch it. I will definitely need to talk to people about it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I can get behind that. Behind that was that a Game of Thrones joke? Behind that, I can get Baratheon. <laughs> that oh okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Moving yeah. on, moving on. Uh, moving on. So what about you, Adam? Adam, what are you what, what are you using as escapism, uh, escapist entertainment these days? All right. I have a okay. wonderful uh, uh, escapism. It's I recently watched The Wheel of Time uh, first season and mm-hmm. I have started mm-hmm. now going full into this world to fully. I've started reading the books, listening to the audiobook, and I am here to tell you. There is not one mention of Ukraine anywhere. There's not one mention of climate change. There's not one mention of uh, mm. of uh, general general COVID. Uh, though there is some mention of diseases uh, actually in the first book there, but I, it is just so long and rich and filled with so much unnecessary detail that you just get lost in it. <laughs> you just it yeah. What is? Can so you give much. me because I've heard of the Wheel of Time, but I and I've seen commercials for the show and everything. Can you give me like a synopsis? Oh no problem. This is a series that is famously known for having six books that you don't need to read, but it gets good mm. towards the last. Five. It's a. There are fourteen there, books there in the series. Fourteen book four, series, oh, wow, okay. and only seven of them are good. And the are middle relevant, ones are okay. not, which is I am just excited for because that could just get lost in that obscure, obscure storytelling. So you are reading the books. Oh yeah, okay. I'm reading the books currently. And so what it's about? It's a little bit of Game of Thrones. I would say personally, as are you've read the books and seen the. Yeah. I would say personally that it's a. It's like Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones in that it's way more hard fantasy like Lord of the Rings. Like there's mm-hmm. hobbits, or not hobbits, but there's like, you know, there's fates and, the, and the wizard. Uh, yeah, there's witches and wizards for sure. Mm-hmm. There's this like very specific medieval uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons-esque world, very same nomenclature and stuff. But then they're not like, hey, everything's great and happy-go-lucky and doth this and doth that like the way Lord of the Rings is. It's more like, you know, boom, you're fucking dead now, uh, Game of Thrones, which it it happens kind of right away, which is why the first book and first season is actually really good. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, we kind of really get to it. Um, But not without some extra extra exposition that didn't need to happen uh, in in a lot of the, uh, the, the series. Uh, it's 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 very good. It's I, I highly recommend. It's got a little bit of like um, also something that I enjoy that I think it doesn't like Lord of the Rings doesn't have. It has more of like the one is strong or like a more interesting character. Whereas like 
uh, uh, Bilbo or, or Frodo, they're kind of just like, they're not, mm-hmm. they don't show their bravery in like a very badass way. Yeah. Frodo sucks. Yeah. Frodo is so fucking annoying. Elijah Wood is a good actor and he did a really good job making Frodo fucking awful to yeah, watch. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I will say, and the, one of the best parts is just how many times I got to rewind it because speaking of names, there's like three characters with the same goddamn name. There's mm. Lamb, Tam, and uh, Lamb, Tam, and Pam. Uh, Rand. Yeah, Lamb, Tam, and Rand. Rand is the main character. I couldn't even remember the main character's name. His name is Rand. His dad's name is Tam, and his friend's name is oh. Lamb. It's like, yeah. It is, and and yeah. I listened to the audiobook too, so I'm like rewinding it constantly and be like, who the fuck is this? They do get separated, so I make it easier. Are you listening to the the Michael Kramer uh, and yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a duo. Yeah, the the they're so it's really good. Honestly, like any books, if if you're looking for just like a book to listen to, uh, anything narrated by Michael Kramer and Kate. um, Shoot, I'm not just gonna remember. I don't think. Let me look. So Adam, so uh, so while I was looking that up, you watched the first season of the show and then you started to read the books. Is that this is a classic thing that I do? I did with Game of Thrones. I did it because I was going to say I did the same thing with Game of Thrones, and I think it really helped totally my I, enjoyment of Game of Thrones to read the book. I didn't like the books as much. I am the type of person I'm like I need to know where this is going. Like mm-hmm. I need so I, I'll read ahead in a way. Mm-hmm. I do know mm-hmm. that that I do consistently get let down when I go back. And like, oh, the season starts up again. And I read up to like past this point. I know where the story's going. Mm. And I'm like, oh, well, why did they change that? Or why did they do that? Then I get usually get let down. That's mm-hmm. kind of around mm-hmm. the time when I got let down for Game of Thrones. Was like, mm-hmm. I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of did the same thing. Uh, I did it with The Expanse um, only because mm-hmm. I, that ending for season three or four was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, how did, what's going, how is this going to happen? And then it turns out the writers had to, have a drastic change from the book for very uh, personal reason for uh, uh, an actor One of reasons. The actors needed to be off the show. Yeah, and, oh. so read uh, th- and the character in the book was not off the. Mm. the book. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but they made it work. I thought they. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still need. Uh, yeah. But the like, even watching season five of The Expanse, I'm like, I just, I kind of know where it's going, and mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. not mm-hmm. as interested in it. Meanwhile, when I watched it the first time, I was like, this is fucking great. So I do do that a lot, and. Uh, and to get to listen to Michael Kramer and Kate Redding for 14 books, I'm so envious of you. I could listen to those two talk about anything forever. You could. I don't know if you did listen to them already. You, you could always re-listen to the books, Ezra, just if you just want to. I would love to re-listen to the books. And maybe we should do a podcast. Maybe we should. I've never, <laughs> I know nothing about, like I said, I know not, I, all I know is what you, Ezra, have and uh, Amy, who's a, a, another mutual friend, have talked about it. Yeah. I think you'll actually, like, you should legitimately watch the, the mm-hmm. series. Because if good. you like Game of Thrones, you will like the series. It's really, really good. How many boobs and cocks will I see in None. Wheel of Time? Well, maybe one or two boobs. But they're not they're not leaning hard into it like Game of Thrones did. No, okay. no, it's it is it is the the books are written for teens, okay. and the movie uh, the TV show is trying to stay true to that more than more than yes. okay, yeah, yeah. It's a good it's it gets to it good. There's a lot of cool power stuff in there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, not one mention of Crimea, which is cool. Awesome, that's what mm-hmm. I like. That's what I want for my entertainment. Mm-hmm. And and I will say, going back to what you were saying earlier, Adam, about um, uh, getting let down when they change things, I feel like what they did in this show, uh, in Wheel of Time, 
the changes they made in, in the first season of Wheel of Time versus the first book or uh, bits of the second book that they already jumped into. Yeah. So good. Well, that's why, like I said, I read um, I've read four of the five published Game of Thrones books. And um, I I also, you know, when when Game of Thrones was like tracking with the books, I was like, oh, you've cut away all of this bullshit that we don't need. And you've, you've like, mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the changes. I love the bullshit, love the bullshit the though. Bullshit. I, 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 the yeah. bullshit in Game of Thrones was fun. I did not. See, that's why I can't get into fantasy because I feel yeah. like a, any time of any fantasy book ever, there's like all these like side things and people are, you know, riding horses through the woods for... for- now, they, see, the history of Lord of the Rings and stuff, like the extra, like all that was super cool. Loved all that. Love the extra history of yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And even of the mm-hmm. of the of Game of Thrones as well. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Wheel of Time, it's like, okay, well, yeah, like I totally agree, Ezra. There's like a whole town that they don't go to in the story or in the in the TV in show, the show. That's like, yeah. yeah, that was a solid move. Like, let's get this going. Yeah. Like that was great. <laughs> they were on it like halfway through the book, I think is like episode two and a half of mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking crazy. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really good. I, I highly suggest watching that, but I also highly suggest you guys watching our TikTok at daily misinformer uh, and daily misinform and on YouTube where we still need about a few more subscribers so we can get that special URL. So please go check us out. It's all in uh daily Please go check that out. Uh, before we go, Kristen, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, you can just follow me at, uh, on Twitter at Kristen M. Scatton, and uh, I make jokes about things. Um, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're not. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. like and you- they're always not. Funny. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. They're always funny. well. And you can also funny. you can also check out me and Ezra's uh, Game of Thrones rewatch podcast coming, coming soon. soon. Coming soon. I'm definitely going to come over tonight, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> I actually, speaking of fantasy stuff, I'm going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it's about after in about this. in Sundays about ten minutes, Dungeons so we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. Uh, oh, we have to go play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Uh, Ezra, anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, if you like music videos, I was in one, uh, the Charlie Puth light switch video. I'm I'm in it. I swear. Uh, watch the whole video. If you know what I look like, you'll see me. He's like, what if this song? What if this song had drums? And then what if this had had this like 30 year old comedian uh, improviser in it? What would that do? <laughs> That's what he's famous for on TikTok. He's like, what if? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. He, he like. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys got that joke. Fucking, fucking write me, all right? Because that was good, okay? And then also, um, I am uh, on my girlfriend's podcast two, every two weeks or so uh, talking about uh, the show Degrassi. I'm making, I'm doing a rewatch podcast with her. <laughs> making, she's she she's seen the whole show. I've never seen it before. And then af- after we watch every episode, we talk about whether or not she wants to break up with me because I don't like it. What is it? Is it just called <laughs> My Girlfriend's Podcast or what is the actual title of it? It's called Cuckoo Bananas Podcast at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast, which I guess is a quote from the show, but I haven't gotten mm, that far okay. into the show yet to know what it's about. That's C-U-C-K-O-O Bananas Podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. But everybody go should, should go check that out. Everybody should go check out Adam R. Mac uh, on all the social medias. Got some great content out on my TikTok that I've been posting. Some from this show and then also some stuff that I find uh, enough time to edit as well. So please go check that out. Um, and thinking about it, 
we're kind of like a rewatch podcast in that we just kind of rewatch the news and then to tell you about it. Mm, so true. I guess we're a rewatch podcast. So I guess that's a new category for us. So please go check out uh, <laughs> everything else. Uh, leave us a five star review if you like this rewatch uh, podcast. Uh, it really helps out the show <laughs> on Spotify. Uh, it, 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 we might still be on there uh, for a little while longer before it's it's yeah. lame. Uh, we you know we'll, we'll go with the trend to leave because we're we're a bunch of corporate cucks uh okay like every (laughs) week that was a lot at the end i'm sorry guys that was a lot uh (laughs) we'll leave we'll leave spotify when doja cat yep yep (laughs) with that we're going to end the show like we always do uh with a signature new sign off and i'll go first this has been the daily misinformer i love my children Uh, this has been the daily misinformer get into it yeah this has been the daily misinformer can I have 50 bucks, Daddy? <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> this has been the Daily Misinformer. Hey, scammers, do better. Bye. Bye. Motherfucker, you think you're going to get me today, motherfucker? Not today, motherfucker.